blow old summer as it turns out. We got the new CoreLogic figures out. Uh, there were 3,169 house sales in January. Is that good? Not really. It's up from 3,108 in January of 2023, so that part's up. But last year's numbers were the lowest January sales since 1983. So CoreLogic's chief property economist Kelvin Davidson's with us on this. Kelvin, morning. Good morning. What's happening? Are we just waiting and seeing? Yeah, I think there's probably an element to that on both sides of the equation. I mean, sellers are coming back to the market, but I, I guess still a bit of reluctance, you know, just a bit uncertain about how long a sale might take, what price they might get. And, and of course, buyers are coming back too, but it's probably more of a trickle. Interest rates are still a big challenge. So I, I suspect both sides of the equation are a bit slow, but there's also a bit of volatility. I mean, a, a week a month in January could well sort of be a bounce back in February. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't read too much into it yet, but still symptomatic of a Apache market. Glad you said that because some of the people I talk to say stand by for Feb and March. It's going to be big. I don't know whether that's true. What's your vibe? Well, yeah, I don't have any sort of necessarily early insight into that, but you tend to see with statistics that a week a month can sort of give way to a bounce back in the following month. It just tends to happen that way. And, you know, we know other drivers of the market are picking up. So, so probably January's figure was a surprise. I suspect there might be a timing thing here that maybe some sales that would have happened in January have just been delayed for a bit. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see a stronger February, but generally the market is still under a little bit of pressure. So um, we, we're still anticipating that upturn to be a bit slower than what we've seen historically. What's happening with sales times? Are they coming down still or not? Yeah, they are. Yep, yep. Um, I'd say they're probably down to a, about sort of a, a typical sort of number, you're talking sort of three to four weeks, it, it was a lot higher than that at the worst points of six or seven weeks so that has come down um, but there is still that challenge for people in terms of mortgage rates mm. and we're seeing still some pressure on that front, no, no real relief in sight so yeah, still a big challenge. Yeah, that's a waiting room thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, if you're sitting here at the moment saying, are there cuts coming, you don't know and we don't know and I don't think Adrian all knows I don't think anybody knows, do they? And so therefore you've got that hesitancy in the market and your decision making, haven't you? Yeah, and the thing is, for a long time, when mortgage rates were still going up, I guess people didn't have any certainty at all about where it would stop and what their worst point might look like. At least now we've got to that point where probably they're not going to rise too much further. So at least you can kind of quantify that worst case, and if you can trade at these levels, you're probably okay. Um, but yeah, still, uh, still a lot of uncertainty about when they might fall. We have seen some falls at those longer terms, yeah. but not many people borrow at those longer terms. So... Um, yeah, the the sort of really popular one and two year fixes do depend a lot on that official cash rate, and that's still uh, it's still up at those high levels. So um, yeah, a little bit of pain ahead for people, I think, for the next few months. Good on you, Kelvin. Appreciate your insight as always, Kelvin Davidson, who's the uh, CoreLogic chief property economist. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from five a.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.